0: Hey everyone and welcome back to the Purposeful Mindset Podcast. I hope by now you've subscribed to this podcast and I'm excited to share yet another episode with you. As you now know, this podcast is all about creating the future of servant leadership and help more people to find their true purpose and meaning to life. Today I have another amazing guest to share their wisdom with you all. Her name is Megan Rudolph and she is an amazing value-focused, energetic person Has learned a lot through public speaking and by challenging people's thought processes through having conversations. She's a strong believer that we can all cultivate happiness and success in our lives by controlling our mindsets, attitudes, and decisions. She currently works as a consultant doing project management for one of Comcast's leading groups. And outside of her job, she focuses a lot on personal development and entrepreneurship, which she shares about daily on her LinkedIn account, where we actually came across each other. She also has a deep desire to intentionally add value to people's lives based on what she's learned in her journey so far. In this episode, we talk about self-care, gratitude, depression, and many other topics to do with mindset. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Hey, Megan. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I'm so grateful. Honestly, I did not expect this to happen because I know how busy you are seeing all your content on LinkedIn. But honestly, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, how, how are you? Like I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to just get going.
1: <laughs> oh, well, I appreciate you saying that. I wasn't expecting this either, but I'm really glad that you reached out and saw... Some potential, I suppose, and some things that you could potentially learn from me, which I'm very appreciative. And I'm doing great, enjoying my Saturday morning so far. Happy to be having some productive time, and really looking forward to being on this podcast with you.
0: Awesome, awesome! It's super exciting because obviously, like I've been following you for a while now on LinkedIn, and some of the things that you should. Okay, one of the reasons why I really wanted you on the podcast and when I saw your content was I just saw how authentic and genuine and real you were. Like you were making videos that are just so just so natural and you wasn't trying to be someone that you're not. And I, and I can kind of feel when someone's trying to be like a fake person online or they're trying to put on an act in a video to to potentially just impress others. And when someone genuinely speaks from the heart and shares their journey and shares content that that truly means something to them through their experience that they've experienced they've actually gone through and they want to just inspire and help others i saw that from your content and that's why obviously i started commenting and, and i started like really paying attention to all your content i was learning so much actually there's so much because a lot of the content is all to do with personal growth, right it's mm-hmm. business related stuff and then there's a lot of stuff that you talk about mindset self-care is really big that you talk about gratitude but i want to start off by just asking you like how like how did you get this all started like where did when did this all start for you
1: LinkedIn content or just like my journey and, and just like
0: a like journey in general, like just personal growth as a whole. Cause that must've just been like a whole, it must've been that one book you read or something. Right.
1: Right. Well, I'd say there's like two phases of my life where growing up I was in sports. I was in like a peer mentorship group. Um, I was in music and I was doing all of this like self-development stuff but I wasn't aware of it. (laughs) And then I'd say once I became an adult, um, I was just kind of feeling lost because I didn't have all these things happening in my life. I didn't have sports anymore. I wasn't a part of any sort of peer mentorship group. I wasn't doing any music or anything like that anymore. And it was just like me with myself realizing oh my gosh, I need to start being intentional with my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, through that phase of life, I got introduced to my now mentors who introduced me to a book. and It was called The Magic of Thinking Big.
0: Wow. I haven't and, actually read that book yet. I've heard of it. Oh,
1: Super good. Get your hands on it.
0: <laughs> oh, definitely. I'm going to go grab that. <laughs>
1: um, and it just started this thought in my head that, wow, I can actually cultivate life the way that I want my life to go. And for so long I was kind of letting life happen to me instead of allowing life to happen for me. And, um, I was actually, while I was reading that book, I was also in a deep depression. Um, I was like sleeping a lot of days. I was not doing a lot of self-care. I felt like my attitude, like my mindset, like my decisions just didn't really align with who I am and kind of like the person that I want to be long-term. And I found that books like Uh, The Magic of Thinking Big, I found that being around people who were focusing on personal development, who were looking to better themselves, just really energized me. And it provoked me to think about what else I needed to do based off of, okay, this is what I've done with my life so far. This is what I really like about my life. This is what I'm not so (laughs) excited about with my current situation. And this is where I want to go long-term. And so what do I need to do in order to get to that spot? And I just found that in order for me to make any sort of impact, to make any sort of changes within my life, I needed to spend time with myself before I could really, um, you know, do and become the person that I, I needed to become. So that's a part of it i'd say there's a lot of pieces
0: to it but yeah yeah. that sounds sounds amazing i think and that's why i said at the beginning like which book was it because it's always every person i speak to honestly because it happened for me every other person i speak to about personal development because when you think about it right we all grow up in a i don't know how it is for you over there um where, where you were growing up but for me here in london where i was born and brought up You know, I I was just told by my parents to go to school, go to college, go to university, get a good job and then just earn a living.
1: You'll be set for life. You'll
0: be set for life. That's it. Like That's the secret to life. Right. And it doesn't work out like that. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Yeah, it just just doesn't work because you you quickly realize that after school and you go to college and when you get to university, if you're going to go to university and you study, you realize that like you, you don't even know you're you're about 18 19 20 at the time and you don't even know what to do with life at that time so how right. could how can someone come to you and be like oh you need to just do start doing personal development like no one's heard of what personal development is at that age right i the first time i heard the word mindset i was like what the hell is that <laughs> mindset? like my, what is that and personal growth personal development i was like how can a person develop themselves i, I, I don't get it Mm-hmm. And so for me, that's when I, you know, the curiosity started and that's kind of like how I started getting into perseverance because I started reading the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad.
1: Oh, that's a fantastic book.
0: Yeah. And that's the one that started for me. Um, one page literally from that book just changed my life, changed my mindset. And I, that's when I understood what's, what's my mindset, where am, I, where am I right now in my life, where do I want to be in the next five, ten years. Um, and at the time, I was 21. So my personal development journey started when I was 21. And mm. since then, like it's been over five years now, just been learning so much, been growing my mindset, becoming super grateful for everything I have in life. And I just didn't know what to do still because I was learning so much. But what do you do? What do you do with so much wisdom? What, what do you do with so much knowledge? Um, and then I came across this concept by a mentor of mine that I was following online at the time. And he shared this concept called ILT. And it stood for invest in yourself, learn something new every single day, and then teach others around you mm-hmm. so they can also grow. And then I started doing that. So I put out, I still remember I pulled out Snapchat one day, and I, that's where my kind of video started from because there was no Instagram story at the time.
1: Yeah.
0: So I started on Snapchat. I still remember there was about eight people watching me. Like I started, I started the thing called Wisdom Wednesday just made it up on the spot, like, let me come and start this thing called wisdom Wednesday, let's call it something fancy and let's pull out my phone and I just started, like, sharing content on things that I was learning, just random topics about personal development. And then nothing. One week went past, nothing. Second week, I posted it, nothing. You know, this was all on Snapchat so it was, like, five minutes long. People yeah. were listening, to, people were watching and listening to it, but they were like, what the hell is this guy doing? Like, what on earth is it? And, and by the way, I even, like, unfollowed and blocked some of my friends because I was so scared of what they would think about my videos so um, and people don't realize that we all go through the same thing when you start creating content you're scared of what other people's opinions or the judgment you're gonna have on you is especially when you do video right
1: yeah oh my gosh
0: and so for me that's that's where it kind of started and then I just thought one day I just had a snap another snap and I was just like I just don't care about anybody anymore anymore. Like I don't care about your opinion. I don't care what you think about me. I don't care if you laugh at me. I don't care if you think I'm funny, or I'm stupid. I'm going to do this because I genuinely love sharing the knowledge that I'm learning from these books and these mentors and these events I'm going to. I'm going to yeah. share it with people because I need people to change like how I did because I started becoming more and more confident. Right. And so for, for me, it was all about, from the shy person that I was before to the super confident Sadiq today, I was like, I need to share this with people and I need to find people that are on the same journey as me or way ahead of me so I can learn from them. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why when I meet people like yourself or other people that I've had on the podcast, there's always one thing in common with myself and them. And it's just that we're all in this together. Like we're all on this personal growth journey together, whether they're five years ahead of me or they're five years behind me, it doesn't matter like I don't, I don't need to find only influential people to be on the podcast. I, w- I just want everyone and anyone to be on it that genuinely has a story or has some kind of value to share with others. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I just thought, you know, when I, when I, sh- when I wanted you to come on the, to the podcast, one of the things I really wanted to ask you actually was, do you know, when you started creating content, especially yeah. videos, what, what was it before you started creating it? Was, did you have that feeling of fear Um, stopping you from making that video or like you know having the perfect video to post
1: yeah i'd say that there was actually like a six month period where i was like wow this is my first video i'm gonna do it like there's so many people that i'm connected to who i look up to and they're posting videos like i can totally do it so i knew that i wanted to do it but i was not doing it and I think that's something that stops a lot of people is that fear of what are people gonna say or I don't have the right equipment or like what do I even talk about you know (laughs) and I just realized that I can't allow fear to stop me from moving forward in my life and that whether i like it or not it's gonna be out of my comfort zone but the more that i do it the less out of my comfort zone i'm gonna feel and so it was just like this six month period of going back and forth in my mind (laughs) and uh, like shooting a bunch of videos but not doing anything with them and then um my significant other he actually posted a video or not a video, just a piece of content on LinkedIn that was about the law of diminishing intent. Wow. And uh, it was from a book that he had been reading. And it basically just said that if there's something you want to do in your life and that you actually want to do it, and... If you spend a lot of time thinking about it, not actually putting action towards it, the less likely you are to actually do it. Yeah. So true. And, you know, I said, pack with it. I've got to start somewhere. And I think that's something that goes kind of all across anything, whether you're starting a business or, you know, even starting school. Like, you just got to do it, you know? Yeah. And so I said, I'm just going to do it. It might not be perfect, but it's progress. And so the more that I just focused on progressing, um, the less amount of fear that I had,
0: uh, with posting my first video. So I can, I can still resonate with that. Cause <laughs> it, it was the same, I think for everybody that creates content or starts something new, I guess in life is you're going to have that fear. is going to come, the voice is going to come in your head and it's going to He's going to keep telling you, ah, you look so silly in that video. Don't, don't post that one, go on. You could do a better one than that. The voice just comes and it just constantly tells us not to do it. Um, and we just have to realize that the more we listen to that voice, the less progression we're going to actually have in life. Right. So that's why I always talk about just go and make it happen by taking action. And I shared a video a couple, couple of weeks ago, I think, or last week, about Mel Robbins' five-second rule. Which has helped me so much in my life.
1: Five second rule. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. (laughs) so good, right? Literally, Uh like anytime you have, anytime you want to make a decision or you're not sure you want to do something or you know you need to do something but you're procrastinating about it, just pull yourself together and just be like, like a rocket, bang! Five, four, three, two, one. Get your ass off and just go and do it, and that's how.
1: So good afterwards
0: too. Exactly.
1: Oh, that wasn't as intimidating or as bad as I thought it was going to be. I actually feel really good.
0: (laughs) So true, so true. But the thing is, most people don't, like you said, they just don't find that courage or that that mentality to just go and do it. And I always tell those people that are listening right now that are like that to surround themselves with people that are doing stuff. And hence, why like social media plays a big role in everybody's life. I think because most people think that all oh, social media is bad, and you get addicted to it. And there's so much negativity on there, and there's so much hay, and um, you know, a lot of mental illness nowadays comes from social media. And people yeah. are comparing the, their life with other people. What's what's your take on that? Like, how, have you found that from your kind of personal development journey so far, or just being on social media in general? Have you found like have you ever like compared yourself with anyone online, or kind of thought, yeah?
1: I could talk about this topic for a while. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, so I think I mentioned to you actually in a conversation we were having on LinkedIn that I deleted Instagram uh, yeah. like last December because I found myself like getting in these rabbit holes and spending way too much time on there. <laughs> And then also comparing myself to to maybe it was like fitness models or just like things that I just in general, like don't compare myself to. And uh, um, so when I deleted those apps, I deleted Snapchat as well. That's when I really ramped up my activity on LinkedIn. And I just found a really awesome calling with LinkedIn and that it was... One, the more that you like engage within your network on content that you genuinely like, the more of that type of content you're going to get within your feed. Mm. And so, I started creating this feed that was just so full of positivity, so full of uh, personal development, full of entrepreneurial mindset, and all of these things that really just align with my values, not only as a professional but as a human being. And I think it started of flipping my mindset on social media in general and that you can find a lot of positivity with any sort of social media it's just one who are you following yeah and two recognizing like for an instagram for instance like on instagram when you see someone's lifestyle like a lot of times those people who are posting those things, you don't even know what's real and what's not. Mm-hmm. Someone's like posting luxurious cars and stuff. Who knows if they even just had it rented for the weekend on a vacation. <laughs> like, exactly. So why are you can, why am I comparing myself to these people when I don't even know the backstory of them? Mm-hmm. You know. And so I just decided like, I need to just one drop my judgment because what I found with LinkedIn is like, there's so much value that you can add to your network. And I was receiving so much value that I decided, okay, I'm going to start putting out more value and, um, not hide behind my computer screen (laughs) and show people like, Hey, this is what I'm about. This is who I am. These are the things that I've learned and hopefully they help you. (laughs) And, Yeah, I guess through just more conversation with people on LinkedIn, I found that a lot of professionals were using Instagram, were using Facebook. And so in the last two weeks, I redownloaded Instagram and I just did a little reflection with myself on, okay, how can I make this experience better for me? Uh, And I just realized, okay, I can unfollow people. Like I have the power to unfollow people or black people. (laughs) Who would have ever thought of it, but it is true. (laughs) Yeah. Uh so I unfollowed a bunch of people I started following a bunch of uh content creators that had positivity and um just had genuine things that i resonated with that align with my values and now when i'm on instagram i'm not using it as a way for me to just like scroll through to see what's going on i'm using it as a way of one how can i add value and then also just like time blocking myself that hey i have a purpose i have an intent of why i am on here and um, I think that has really been able to help me kind of, one, not compare myself, but also just enjoy my time using those platforms.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I, I can totally resonate with you as well, because um, when I first started on Instagram, like like you said, like I was actually following those people that had the nice watches, the nice cars. Um, because at the time I was that materialistic guy, you know, I used to like my car, I used to like watches, I used to like following um big brands and see what's going out, what's going on in the world. And so when I quickly realized that, you know what, like sometimes, I think it was one video I watched on, um, like when I started following Gary Vee, that's when my mindset started changing even more because I started following content from, from himself and then other people that he was following and he was kind of promoting, started following them. And then I started, like, receiving content that was, like, really positive, that really motivational, that really got me to think much more deeper about my life and what I want to do. And I think that's when I start thinking, nah, I need to start unfollowing all these people now, just literally remove all the negativity, all the things I don't need to see that's not going to help me right now in my life, and start surrounding myself with the right people, um, start surrounding myself with people that I want to learn from, but not just learn from, but actually like share their wisdom with everyone else because I think most people just the thing is right what I've found in my personal development journey so far is I think sometimes we become personal development junkies yeah <laughs> you know you know I'm sure you can resonate like we we get so like we get so infused into listening and consuming so much content that we just take in so much content but we do nothing with it we just learn so much and nothing's moving nothing's changing in our life because we're not taking action on anything that we learn and for me it was just when I actually understood that we need to learn but also share that's why I want to do you know start the podcast that's why I started making videos because I was like I don't just want to have I don't want to share other people's videos because at one point I was just sharing other people's videos because it was going viral and stuff like that. And everybody's doing it. So let me just try as well. Then I quickly realized, no, I want to just be Sadiq. I want to be a real human being that people connect with my content. is going to be all my quotes. They're all going to be my videos. They're all going to be my branding. And then one day I want to be like the people that I look up to now. So did you, did you ever feel like the people that you've followed online were actually blocking you and stopping you from, progressing in the social media world i guess
1: good question so i'd say yes months ago i'd say that there were people that were blocking me but since i decided to stop following people that weren't aligned with or that were posting things that weren't aligned with my values i don't mm. feel like that's the case really anymore Yeah. Um, but i think like When I first got started in mentorship, that's when I really started. So four years ago is when I started my personal self-development journey. And that struck because of what I saw with my mentors, the lifestyle that they had, where their mindsets were, and the values that they shared, not only in their professional life, but just as a full-rounded human being. And... I started following people that they were connected with. I started following, um, you know, other individuals who were aligned with my values. Once I realized what the heck are my values, Uh, I think that's a good step. First step. Um, but I just don't allow at this point with all of the, growth that I've been doing with my mindset, I don't allow things that are happening on the internet. I don't allow even things that are happening outside of the internet, Mm -hmm. um, derail me from what I want my mindset to be and what I know my mindset should be, what my attitude should be and what I know my attitude actually is. Mm -hmm. I think that I just build a good amount of resilience. I would say towards anything that is really negative and like i I meet people who um like they'll see a post and it'll affect the rest of their day in a negative way Mm -hmm. and i've just gotten to a point where it's like okay like yeah that that hit me hard right now but i've got all these awesome things happening the rest of my day so i'm gonna recognize this negativity I'm going to see it for what it is, but I'm going to move on. (laughs) And I think that's just something that's been really vital for me to kind of, um, you know, like I said, with deleting Instagram last December, that's really the mindset that I've been building is to not allow things that are happening on social media to affect what's happening in my life. If it is something that is negative.
0: No, that's super powerful. I think it's important for, the people listening as well right now to understand that those people that you are surrounded with in real life, online, offline, wherever you go, those people that you surround yourself with is is the same mindset that you're going to have. Because as they say, like the five people you surround yourself with are the people that you are going to basically imitate in your life. So it's best that you choose five positive people than have four positive and one negative because i can promise you the one negative guy or girl in that five group the one negative guy or girl will ruin all the other positivity from the other four and i know this because um i think a couple years ago like i was i went to an event and the guy was saying that have you ever noticed that when you look at holiday reviews online Right, And you see five stars or you see 4.9 stars of this one hotel that's amazing with all these amazing people writing good reviews of this hotel. And then you see one negative one at the bottom. And you're just like, and the guy was like, oh, this was so ridiculous. a hotel, the customer service wasn't great. My pool was so dirty or whatever, you know. And they they read that one negative one at the end and they based their whole decision of that hotel because of that one negative comment and that's just yeah. that just proved to me that day that negativity is is just so poisonous it, it spreads, it spreads it's like a so quick
1: yeah there was something that I heard a handful of years ago and it was about um gossip So it was this story about uh, this church and how there is these women in this church. And there was a new lady who had joined the church. And some of the other ladies that had already been a part of the church were just talking gossip about this one lady. And it got to a point where the new lady decided to stop going. She didn't show up anymore. And so the pastor pulled them aside and was like, That wasn't really cool. Like there's an effect of of what happens when you gossip, when you spread negativity. So what I want you to do is I want you to take this pillow, this pillow of feathers, and I want you to drive down the highway. And I want you to release all of these feathers out of the window. And so the ladies were like, why would you want me to do that? He's He had a purpose to serve. And so they did it. And then they came back and uh, they were like, okay, we did what you asked me to do. And he was like, okay, I want you to go pick up all of those feathers. And they're like, we can't pick up all those feathers. There's too many. And he's like, that's my point is that when you spread negativity, it's like a plague. And it's like something that seeps out into the world and you cannot take it back. So be mindful with what you talk about and and who you allow to you know influence you uh, it was just like a really cool way to to think and visualize what negativity can do to people and it's it's that much more important to be mindful uh, you know what i learned from that is just to be mindful of what i'm talking about and if it's something I think naturally as human beings, we do have negative thoughts. I know for a fact I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. I do have negative things that happen in my life, but I've just learned that um, one thing that my mentor has taught me is when I'm faced with a negative situation, I have two options. Do I want happiness as my outcome or do I wanna suffer as my outcome? And 10 out of 10 times, I'm going to choose happiness. I want happiness in my life. And so I think whenever you're faced with something that is potentially negative, just ask yourself, what do I want out of this? And from there, you can kind of figure out what the best route of action is.
0: I love that. That's actually really, really good. That's really powerful. I think that's something that I'm going to start doing, actually. (laughs) Because a lot of people... and that's something this is something actually, i actually i want also kind of you to answer um kind of when I shared my part is that you do you find like a lot of people um when they when they do have those negative thoughts it they just let they just allow it to ruin their whole day right but mm-hmm. if we just if we just understand that this is the negative thought that well this is the, the negative thing that just happened to me in my life, and just like you said it, do I want to spend my whole day thinking about this one bad negative thing that's going to ruin my mood, my energy, and just not it's just going to allow me to have a, a really, really bad day? Or do I just choose to just be grateful for what I already have for my life, in my life, um, and just take it from there and start with gratitude? Because I think gratitude is something you also, I know, talk about a lot on, on all your content, um, yeah. and, uh, along with self-care. But, talk talk to me a bit about gratitude and like what does gratitude mean for you and and also a little bit about like self-care and how did that kind of fall into place for yourself as well
1: yeah good question I think gratitude is finding appreciation and I don't think it's something that you can just do Mm. I think gratitude is something that you have to continuously practice Mm -hmm. and I'd say my journey with gratitude really started when, uh, so in college, I for a semester went to, my major was forestry. And so a lot of what we were doing was going outside, going on walks, but not just that, taking a look at the environment that is actually surrounding us. So I was learning a lot about like trees, about the purpose of grass. Like, why weeds are sometimes important. (laughs) Some really basic things about just like my surroundings, and I learned to appreciate the world that we live in, and that, you know, the trees that are sitting out here uh, by my garbage can, like, they serve a purpose. And I think that's kind of where gratitude started coming into my life, um, and where I really started being intentional about just taking a moment to like appreciate what I have. And um, through that journey, I mean, at, at this point in my life, I'm I'm practicing gratitude throughout my entire day. I know that every single day that I wake up, it was gifted to me. I am have the gift and present of living life of breathing air today and for that i am so thankful And so when i am faced with a challenge that's what i come back to i come back to this place of gratitude and just reminding myself okay in the large grand scheme of things like is this really worth my energy to get flustered about No, it's not, because I'm here, I'm well, I'm alive. (laughs) And that didn't just happen overnight. This mindset that I've got, it it happened through self-care, and it helped happen through practicing gratitude. And I think when we talk about self-care, I think people have a misconception about it. I feel like oftentimes when uh, I'm faced with people asking me about like, How do you make time for self-care? Self-care is something that I'm doing throughout my entire day in little bits and pieces of, of time. And I think people think that they need to dedicate 10 hours out of their day to go outside and go on a hike and that's good self-care. No, <laughs> like it, it starts with the morning routine. Self-care is like me taking a sip of this water right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. It, it is. It's these small things of just doing what you as a human need to do in order to be energized, in order to put your best foot forward in all areas of life. Um, so, like a morning routine, that is amazing self care. Every single morning, you can count on me to go on a walk. I go on a walk for at least 30 minutes. Every single morning, that's what I'm doing. And that is my first step of self-care for the day, Um, aside from tugging some water. (laughs) (laughs) And I I think, you know, a lot of other things that I do with self-care is, you know, like listening to podcasts, like if I'm doing laundry, which I'll take that back. I'm actually not the one who does laundry in our household. (laughs) Kyle does our laundry. I do some of the other things if I'm being straight up with you. (laughs) (laughs) Like if I'm getting ready for the day though, I'll listen to a positive podcast. That's awesome self-care. Um, if I'm in the middle of my work day, I make sure to take some time to just like take some deep breaths mm-hmm. to breathe and <laughs> yeah. be intentional about my breathing. Uh, I ride a train to and from work on my way home or, or to on my way there. It just depends on the day. I'll read. I'll spend some time reading a book, that's good for me. Right now I'm reading a book called Boundaries and it's been serving a really great purpose in my life. (laughs) Um, I think though that... The combination of these two things of practicing gratitude where you are just taking a moment to appreciate the life that you are gifted. Mm -hmm. And then two, doing self-care where you're doing something for yourself that energizes you, that helps you bring focus and like I said, helps you put your best foot forward. um, You're really going to be able to do some amazing things with your life. And I think that's where kind of I'm at right now within my journey is I've just found so much appreciation and I've really cultivated a schedule that, that allows me to take care of myself so that I can put my best foot forward in all the other endeavors that I do.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no I totally agree. Super powerful because I think for me, gratitude is is the feeling, right? It's mm-hmm. just a feeling of just being happy and just being thankful for the smallest things, like you said, drinking that sip of water. Like just the smallest things we can be grateful for. Just waking up and having eyes to see with. Like I'm a bit weird. I go to the extreme where I'm sometimes I'm just walking to work uh, to the station in the morning and you know, I would just see uh, I don't think it's a coincidence. I think it, everything happens for a reason, I believe. And I, the other day I was walking to work and I just see this blind woman, you know, walking with a stick. And there was a tree in the middle of the road, like on the, near the pavement she was walking. And there was like a, I don't know what it was. It was like rubbish or some box in the middle of the pavement. And obviously she can't see that, right? I can see it. But she can't see that. And I was just, that moment when I saw that and she came and her little stick, like hit that box on the floor and she stopped thinking, hold on a minute. This is the pavement. Like what's, what's this? And she literally like moved her stick. She she went onto the road and she had to go around this tree, like on the kind of main road and then come back onto the pavement. And then she carried on walking straight. And for me, that's when I just realized, and and I could, and it would have been too late because I saw her from across the road. It would have been too late for me to run across the road, move that box and be like, Hey, let me help you. But the fact that I saw that and it just made me realize at that moment that, wow, you know what? Like, I'm just so grateful for my eyes right now. The fact Mm -hmm. that I can see and someone like that has been gifted in other ways that they probably can hear better than me. Like, I just believe everything in life happens for a reason. And for us to just be grateful for every single thing that we have from the smallest thing to the, to the most biggest magnificent, magnificent things that we we can do or we have in our life right now. But I mean, uh, and I, actually I wanted to ask you because I know some of the listeners of the podcast do kind of ask me questions about depression and I and I know noticed earlier on you said that you kind of suffered a, you know through that as well could you share a little bit about what you did to kind of that helped you get out of that because I know a lot of the listeners do um they either are going through it right now or they have been through it but I, I'm guessing you know it's going to help everyone out anyway so would you, would you kindly share like how how, how 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 you kind of got out got out of that?
1: Yeah. So I think with I don't think I know with any sort of success that you create in life, it takes a lot of failure. Definitely. <laughs> I failed a lot when it came to getting out of depression, and um, I don't know. Have you Have you ever suffered?
0: Uh, personally, I
1: depression.
0: No, personally, I haven't. Um, okay. but a lot of my close friends have so i kind of i was I was i guess I was surrounded by a lot of people that have been through it, but i just yeah. couldn 't like for me, I was just always grateful like even the, even if I had the biggest failures or the biggest falls or the most the worst thing happened to me, I just never fell into that i hate my life kind of mode or i don 't know um if i'm if i 'm able if i 'm able to live anymore and like I, I just never fell into that, but yeah. because of the people that I was surrounded with. I learned a lot, and I was asking questions about why do you feel like this? Um, how, you know how how can I help you to get out of it? And like you can't help me, you know, because they when you when you when you go through it, you re- those people are very at the time very straightforward and angry and frustrated, and they're not they're just you know they're just not themselves, I guess.
1: Yeah. I think that's a good way to put it is they're just not themselves. Cause at the time I was living back at my parents' house and like we'd have relatives to come visit and my relatives were just like talking to my parents and they were like, what's, what's wrong with Megan? (laughs) She's not so bubbly. She's doesn't seem like she's very active. All she's doing is sleeping And I actually didn't understand depression or anxiety in general, my entire life. Um, My sister had struggled with anxiety. And, um, you know, I had known some people who had been depressed, but I was in a similar mindset as you, like, why would you be thinking those things? Or, like, can't you just start thinking about these things and everything will be good? Like find gratitude you you've got so much in store for you but um once you go into a depression you realize that it's not as easy as it is said to be to um just like change Uh, i think for me i i fell into a depression for multiple reasons One, like I said, like I had growing up been a part of so many activities. And once I stopped having those outlets, I didn't have ways to like release energy and I was like bottling things up. Um, I think for a lot of my life, I've I've always been a server of people. I I love helping people. It's one of the things that I aspire to do on a daily basis. But for so long, I had been helping other people without helping myself. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of these types of things, they catch up to you. And in my case, it came in the form of depression. And so I had... Um, just like a lot of anger that had been built up from childhood. Uh, I had a lot of like questions about life. Um, I'd gone through a lot of losses. I've had a lot of close people in my life pass away. Um, and so there was just these questions about death and just like all these uncertainties and basically to overcap everything of fear, <laughs> fear was what put me into depression. And the way that I got out of that is one, recognizing I was depressed. I think that's a first good step. Mm -hmm. Um, And two is developing a routine. Now, these aren't things that happened overnight. I had to like, like I said, fail a lot. And I, I had to take it into pieces. Um, I think a lot of times when I was depressed, I was like, oh, I just want everything to be good, like today. Yeah. But with any sort of change that you have in your life, if it's being depressed, if it's building a business, if it's um, hitting any sort of goal that you have, it takes incremental steps. So it's a you know what your final outcome is you know what your end goal is but you have to cut it down into bite-sized pieces and chunks uh, that you can hit on a daily basis so I started setting like a personal standard for myself on a daily basis okay if anything I'm at least going to do this today Mm. just this and for me that was like not take a nap (laughs) (laughs) Like it was that, that severe. And, uh, I think, so one, just like figuring out, okay, where am I at and where do I want to be? And then two, being okay with failure. And then three, surrounding yourself with, with a tribe, with people who support you with people. For me, it was a lot of support. Being around just like positive people who were already in the position in life that I that I aspired to be in, and uh, I think one thing that really helped me as well was just talking to people. Mm-hmm. Cause when you bottle things up, a lot of times that's where they stay. They stay bottled and then they grow and they become these large things and it affects your health. It affects your well-being, It affects your mindset, your attitude, your decisions, everything. So I realized that I, I had this awesome tribe. I had this awesome support system and I needed to actually communicate with them. Mm-hmm. I couldn't just rely on myself to see change happen in my life. Um, so I, I'd say those are some of the main points that I had. It took me about a year and a half, two years to, to actually feel like I was there Mm -hmm. at this point in my life, four years from my initial depression, I feel like my life is light and day. It's very, very different Mm -hmm. and I don't feel depressed at all. And, um, I just really When I was in my depression, I tried things like antidepressants Um, I saw a psychologist that I met with regularly and through those two things I realized I didn't want to depend on something else to cure me I didn't want to depend on a medicine to cure me I wanted to figure out how I could fight this because I know for majority of my life I wasn't depressed so there's something that I have within me that can overcome this Now I'm sure if you talk to any sort of medical people, they might have a different opinion about it, but that's kind of what my mindset was. And yeah, so I just started finding just like natural remedies. And it's all the things that I've listed to you in addition to just being more active, practicing gratitude, bringing self-care into my life, and overarching being very intentional with decisions with my attitude with my mindset and I think by being intentional and not allowing these spirits of fear to talk me into things that I'm not um that has really helped me overcome depression and, and get to the point that I'm at today
0: well, thank you so much for sharing that, Megan. I was—I think this going to help a lot of people out because honestly speaking, um, like I used to get a lot of people that reach out to me because they used to see my name on other social media platforms as Coach Sadiq. So they automatically assumed I was a life coach when I never was a life coach. And um, and they used to ask me these types of questions just through the DMs and personal messages. And obviously uh, there's me thinking like, I've never been through it, so I don't know what to say. But I know from the mindset I have, and if I was able to... help them I I did I always started by saying I'm not a professional and I'm not qualified to share this with you or to cure you however I think you should try this 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 is this um and like I said I don't know if I'm right I'm probably wrong because I'm I'm, this is not my field however from the mindset that I've cultivated now and from the positivity and the good people that I surrounded myself with this is what I've learned this how they some of the people I know have overcome it so hopefully this may be able to help you out um so it's, I'm super grateful that you shared that because I think a lot of people listening, um, they're probably going through that at the moment. They probably can take your tips and overcome that that feeling because it's it's really not the best feeling, of course, to have. Like, a lot of people just get get stuck in it, you know. They and they don't even like you said. The first step is just acknowledging that I am depressed, and then take it from there. Because most people just think, oh, no, no, you know, I'm just sad, I'm just depressed, my life just sucks, and I don't know what to do. And they keep, and like you said, they keep on bottling it up, you know, deeper and deeper and deeper. And one of the guests on the last, uh, I think the second last podcast, Lubna, said that if you are ever going through any kind of mental health issues or mental health illnesses, the best thing you can do is actually go and talk to people. Yeah. just talk to people that you love that you trust it can be a stranger it could be someone that you love that is close to you but just talking about the those things that you're going through really helps release that energy release that tension from your from your body and your soul mm-hmm. so i think that's really really powerful
1: I know that for me it was a huge step to talk to people and so one one tip I have actually is if you've got a phone which majority of us have <laughs> it's just record a message to yourself so that you're getting those thoughts out of your body and that you're sharing with yourself okay this is how I feel and you know when you do have great achievements and moments in life I, I think it's it's also important to record those your high times and your low times so that when you're in your, your high times, you can remind yourself of where you were. And when you're in your low times, you can remind yourself, okay, I've been at this really awesome high state. Like I can do this, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. That is, I love that. Actually, I think, I think that's the best tip. You just kind of finished off the whole, the whole podcast with, I think if everyone just takes that one piece of advice, they would, their life would change. <laughs> Honestly. Um, but I just want to say again, like a massive thank you, just for just for sharing all your wisdom and all your thoughts and just your journey so far, because it really means a lot to me. But but more than me, it will mean a lot to the people listening. Because at the end of the day, the podcast is 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 for me to bring on guests and to learn from them. But it's also to, like I said, to share with others because I wanna, I just wanna create a world where we can just all serve others and just be kind and be good human beings to one another that we can just spread the love and energy and create more positivity and one day hopefully kill all the negativity Um, (laughs) which is going to be a hard mission but I believe in myself I believe in you Megan I believe in all the people that are making a lot of positivity go viral around the world um so I just want to say a massive thank you just just to yourself again for just oh. being on the podcast. And I know it's your first ever podcast uh, too, right?
1: It is my third first, po- first podcast, yes.
0: That's that's cool, that's cool. Um so I'm honored and I'm and I'm humbled that you you were able to you were able to spend this hour with me. But as I don't know if you know, but I always end the show with asking my guests four random questions which they don't know is coming and it's called the final <laughs> four okay so I'm gonna I written this down specifically for you from from, from the interactions I've, go, I've gone and had with you so far through through our LinkedIn conversations just yeah. from your profile etc the first question I actually have is why do you think mentors are important to you because I know you talk a lot about mentors what's mm-hmm. your what's your like quick kind of one-liner to why mentors why why we should all have mentors basically
1: That's a fantastic question and I'm glad that you've noticed that within my LinkedIn content because the journey that I'm on and the place that I'm at would not have happened like I have no idea where I would be without my mentors Mm. and I think the one-liner that I can give is that a mentor has been there they've done that and they can help you do it as well.
0: Love it did you i'm guessing you wanted to add a little bit more to that right? well,
1: yeah i was just keeping it short for, for purposes of the question but i think in order to get a mentor um because there's there's a lot of like mentors around i think the first step that i i really take and that i get a lot of questions about is how do i find a mentor mm-hmm. and it's all about figuring out what does your long-term term goals look like like what is your desired future state and figuring out what that looks like for you personally and then finding people who actually have that success and convincing them to mentor you on how to do it for yourself and that's really the approach that I took with with the mentors that I have
0: that's so cool so how did you personally find your mentors was it through LinkedIn or
1: No, I, you know, thankfully I had a friend who kind of knew what I was going through. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with my career. I saw myself doing entrepreneurial things within my life. I I wanted to just become a better human being. And uh, she was really a catalyst to opening a door for me to people that she had met and so she introduced me to my mentors we had some conversations uh, really built a relationship trust and that's when I really started doing action of the things I was learning from them and conversations to earn their time which then they agreed to coach and mentor me from there
0: that's really cool, that's really cool, and I think what something that you just said just then was that when it when it comes to mentorship or finding a mentor, the most important thing is earning their time because their time is so valuable, and it, all the mentors that i have right now are currently just all online mentors so they're just people that i look up to and i want to learn from and take extract all the knowledge and wisdom from them and then just implement it because i'm an action taker i'm a guy that takes other people's knowledge and just goes out there and just makes it happen Um, but, but i like for example if i wanted to bring on a really influential guest on the podcast i would actually find a way of adding value to them first and earning their time to to come on this podcast, why would they give me 20 minutes of their time, an hour of their time for some random guy to just bring them on the podcast, right? I need to do something that shows them that this guy is serious, he's not going to waste my time, and he's also someone that's on this kind of a journey where he wants to add value and and help others around the world, genuinely. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So I think, yeah.
1: I think one thing that was key that you said is not only... Earning their time, but when you have their time and you figure out what you've learned from them,
0: implementing—that
1: is the whole goal of a mentor—is to implement, put action towards what they are teaching you. And I've had my fair share of failures through not implementing, but I realized through time, oh wow, like I would be able to grow and create success so much more if i just listened to my mentors and did <laughs> what they were teaching me <laughs>
0: yeah it's so true because i think that's the other thing that as human beings we just find so hard is to listen to other people we love to talk and we love to share our thoughts and our uh, knowledge of the world but we when it comes to listening to other people that are more successful than us or to just another person that we can learn from Right. I I think that's when our ego actually comes in the way of us, you know, stopping us from learning from others. Whether they're younger than us, older than us, a different color, different race, a different country they live in, it doesn't matter. The fact that they're a human being and they have red blood the same as you means you can learn from them. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's it's just really important (laughs) to make sure that you earn, earn the time. Okay. So the next question I got for you is what does the word passion mean to you?
1: That's a good question because I have been marinating on that for a while. Uh, In my LinkedIn profile, I actually say I have a lot of passions. And I do feel like I do. And I think if I think about all the things that I have listed on there, these are things that energize me and that as a human being... Make me feel really good when I do them. I'd say that kind of would define passion for me personally. Okay. How
0: about you? And that makes sense because I think, yeah, for me, passion is just something that I love doing regardless of what any external person or external thing says or does for me, like around right. my, in my life. So it's just something, it, and it can be anything, like you said, you can have a lot of passions. But I, th- I, I still believe like there should be one kind of passion that's, that you can always, always count on this one passion. If you ever feel down or you ever feel like, you know, nothing's going your way, you know, you can rely on this one passion. Just go and um, put your time and effort and energy into that one passion and you just know you're going to feel great after that so i think and i think it's very close to a purpose but i think a purpose is much more deeper yeah it's a much more deeper feeling because um, a passion is something that you just love and you enjoy and you can do it all the time and a purpose for me anyway personally is something that is it's it's your legacy basically it's, it's yeah. why you're on this earth right now it's mm-hmm. more of a long-term thing, but taking daily actions every single day to get that long-term thing. Because most people yeah. think way, way ahead in the future without thinking about what's happening right now here, as you said earlier, mindful of the moment. Yeah. So, um, so, that, like so that's, that. that's, that's what it is for me. Um, okay, so the next question, or the third question is, which one self-development books... So I know you mentioned the book that changed your life, which everyone heard earlier on, but which one book on self-development do you recommend all the listeners to go and grab and listen to or, or read?
1: There's a lot, but I will think of one. I know. <laughs> I think one that, again, I, I like to correct myself. I don't think I know... One book that really helped me this year is called The Gifts of Imperfections by Brené Brown. And the reason why I recommend that book is, one, it's an easy read. So for anyone out there who does not like to read, it's a really quick one. Uh, I think it's like less. It must be like 100 pages or or so. It's a nice, thin book. And two, it's an easy Audible that you can just download and listen to as well. But one thing that I love so much about Brene Brown is she studies shame. She studies fear. And that's what she talks about within this book is, is how can we look at our lives? How can we look at the imperfect human being that we are and actually see ourselves as perfect the way that we are with our imperfections. And I think that was really helpful for me in so many areas of my life of one, not comparing myself to other people or not allowing opinions of of maybe naysayers or whoever it might be to to derail me from things that I want to achieve to have courage and that to be vulnerable is being courageous and there's just so many benefits that I've gained from that book. I've recommended it to a lot of individuals and I've um, had some really amazing feedback from people on not only what they've learned, but what they've implemented and the outcome that they've gotten from, from things within that book.
0: Amazing. Could you just repeat it one more time for the listeners? So they can go and uh, grab that. I'll put it in the, I'm going to put it in the show notes anyway, so they can all go check it out.
1: The book is The Gifts of Imperfections by Brene Brown. Cool. I, I can send you over
0: what it's called. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, definitely. Because one of the things I'm doing at the moment as well for the podcast is I want to, the reason why I ask this similar question to almost all the guests is because I know every single guest that come on the podcast has read many, many books on personal development. But I, wanna, I want them to sh- kind of stand share the one that really stood out to them that really because I know I've read so many and I've listened actually I I should say because I like listening listening to the books and like that way so I've listened to so many audiobooks but there's always the one that I always share with everyone which is is the one that changed my life which was Rich Dad Poor Dad and after that the second one that was really close to myself was How to Win Friends and Influence People uh, I love by that. Dale Carnegie. I, I it's honestly there, yeah there, right? Yeah, there's so many, there's so many, but I'm basically collecting like a list from all the guests so I can share it with everyone so they can all also go and um, go and jump on that. But the final question I got for you, Megan, before you shoot off, is if you were able to spend a day with two of the most influential people that you know right now, who would they be and why?
1: Who would they be and why? You know, I actually (laughs) believe I love this book that I just recommended. Brene Brown is really an awesome human being and I would love to spend some time with her. Okay. I feel like there's so much that I can learn in general with even an hour with her or 20 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, that's a really good question. I don't feel like I've spent much time thinking about that. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I'd love to spend time with my mentors as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as far as people that you guys as viewers might know, so we've got Brene Brown and then the other person. Hmm. Man, I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, quite, it's quite a hard question. I mean, it is a deep question. Like, It's something that it will require some thinking. <laughs> so that's why I kind of made the question in a way like I didn't I want to be too
1: I would love to spend it with C. Maxwell. Uh, have you heard of him before?
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah, he is amazing. I have read uh, some of his books. One that really impacted me was uh, "Everyone Communicates, but Few Connect."
0: Yeah, I've, I've actually heard that book. I still haven't picked it up, but definitely. I've, oh, I have so heard of that book actually. You
1: have to. <laughs>
0: I'm going to go grab that too, 100%. You
1: should, you should. You'll have to get it and let me know how it goes. Definitely.
0: Uh, no, I'm going to grab that. I'm going to grab that now. But those are the two people that you would spend your time with. But why? What's the, what's the What are the key lessons that you want to, or what's the main reasons why you would spend time with those two people?
1: Specifically with Brene Brown, because I would want to learn more about how to be myself without feeling like I need to be perfect. And she talks about that so much within her content that she has. Uh, She actually just released a Netflix original that talks about a lot of that stuff. And so I just feel like it would allow me to um, just kind of drop the BS. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, focus on who I am as a human being and embrace who I am as a human being. And uh, with John C. Maxwell, I feel like I could learn a lot uh, from him about leadership. he talks so much about uh, what it takes to be a leader and how to communicate, how to become a, a good listener. And I feel like spending a day with him would allow me to um, just gain some perspective from someone who not only talks about those things, but actively does those things within his life. Same with Bernard Brown, like she actively practices being. Imperfect, (laughs) yeah. And so, I'd say those are some of my main reasons why I would want to spend my time with them.
0: Okay, nice I love that. I love that. So, I think it is important to kind of understand why we would want to spend time with um, the kind of mentors or influential people that we that we will look up to, just because we know at the end of the day we just want their time because we want to learn from their experience of, of the things that they've gone through. Because we know we want even a part of their life or their lifestyle. So we want to just surround ourselves with their energy and just gain right. and pick their brains as much as we can.
1: How about you? I assume maybe it's Robert Kiyosaki.
0: Definitely. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he is one <laughs> of them. Third. He'd be my third. <laughs> okay. Well, he is one of them definitely because at the end of the day, like that book I read is the one that really changed my mindset. It was, yeah. the, f- it was the first kind of my exposure to personal development. So I would love to meet him and just understand um, his mindset and how he got to where he is I mean he, he shares it in his book anyway his story and I, and I also loved his story about his rich dad and his poor dad um, yeah. so definitely with him obviously people like Gary Vaynerchuk people like David Meltzer like I would love to like I'm ha- like I'll, a podcast is a different thing because it's online. You you don't get to meet with them. You don't get to be surrounded with their human being interaction. Yeah. It's just their voice. It's just you seeing them on a screen. But And you're still getting value, of course, but it's not that same feeling as being with them or spending time with them for a whole day. But spending time with people like that for myself, it would just help me learn so much about where I want to go with you know my speaking journey, with my personal branding and just how I can get this this sadiq sitting in the middle of london who no one knows of right now to become someone one day and influence other people in the world to believe in themselves more to gain more courage and confidence in their life and just to go out there and be more kind and, and, and be more grateful for life you know so, so those are the people that i definitely would, would love to uh, go go connect with <laughs> but Megan thank you so much for your time honestly it it, it means so much to me that you even spent this long with me on the podcast so thank you for for spending your time with me for sharing all the wisdom and all the golden nuggets that I hope has I know actually I'm going to even correct myself I know the listeners have got so much value from from all your from all the golden nuggets that you shared. So thank you so much for for taking the time yeah. to be on here and to share everything. And I just can't wait for the rest of your content and for us just to just to go and be on this journey together and support each other as much as we can and mm-hmm. basically spread more love and light in the world and help others find what we found in our life that's making us happy.
1: Absolutely, I appreciate your kind words. They they mean a lot and. I'm so thankful that we connected in the first place. I don't know how it and probably, probably connected by some content that you were putting out <laughs> connected through that way, or maybe connected through some other person's content, but it's just so thankful that we made that connection and we've had some really great conversations on LinkedIn and I really appreciate all that you're doing within all the platforms that you're doing but also what you're doing outside as a human being and not on social media. So keep up the great work, man. I know that you said that you were going to start a podcast and two weeks later yourself for that. And I'm, I'm really thankful that you asked me to, to join you on that journey.
0: No, you're welcome. You're welcome, Megan. Thank you so much for being on here. I'm I'm super grateful to have people like yourself and be surrounded by um, people like yourself that are just making a positive impact in the world. So thank you for being on it.
1: Yeah, you bet. Well, I hope you have a uh, a good rest of your day. I think for just anyone who's listening, some of the best ways to reach out to me are LinkedIn as well as instagram i'm starting to use that more you've you've helped inspire
0: me what's what's your your um your instagram handle for everyone listening
1: my instagram handle is m rudolph r-u-d-o-l-p-h-1 and i can shoot it over to you city definitely yeah i'll I'll,
0: I'll share it with everyone as well because guys you have to go and um go check out megan's content mainly on LinkedIn if you're not on LinkedIn you you need to go on LinkedIn and create an account today right now after listening to this create one and add Megan straight away I can almost promise you from just adding her and looking through her content it's going to change your life you're going to you're going to learn so much from the from the genuine genuine content that she puts out there that's going to really touch you as it did for me um, but also make sure you reach out to her on other platforms and just have a conversation with her. She's always open to just have a chat. So just, just reach out to her, ask her any questions. If you feel like anything on the podcast that, um, you may be going through that she shared, she can, she, she definitely would be open to, to help you guys out. You bet. <laughs> but yeah, thank you again, once again, Megan. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll we'll catch up with you very, very soon. We'll have another conversation or another call <laughs> very, very soon.
1: Yeah. Sounds like a plan. I appreciate it.
0: No worries. Cool. Thank you so much. Take care and enjoy the rest of your day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Likewise.
0: <laughs> bye. Have a good YouTube. Bye bye. If you're still there, I just want to say a massive thank you for your attention and your time. It really means a lot to me. Please do me one favor and subscribe to this podcast. Share it with your friends and leave a rating on whichever platform you're listening to this. It would honestly mean the world to me. Thank you so much once again. I hope that this episode brought value and inspiration into your life. And I'll see you guys next week.